and we are live. We're live. How you doing, fam? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I was trying to think of how to how to kick it off, but how you doing is 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 a good way to start, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's classic. You can't can't go wrong. Can't top that. Can't go wrong. Um, no, nah, I mean I'm good, man. I'm good. Happy to be happy to be back. Happy to have this conversation. Happy to be on the pod. Um, I don't know, you know, like I kind of, I really look forward to this episode, not for any super particular reason, just I've been trying to get my rhythm back the last few weeks and, and this is like the end of the week. So like, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good this week. I, I got a lot of work done this week. So I feel, I already came in feeling accomplished. I'm ready to knock this shit out and feel accomplished a little bit more. Awesome. So let me try not to fuck up your good week. I mean, I mean, I would, it would, I would appreciate it. <laughs> I would really appreciate it. Um, um, as y'all can hear, Frank sounds crystal clear. He's not, he's not recording from the moon this week. He is here. He is on <laughs> Earth. You know, I'm sure. To, I, welcome back, Frank. How right, was the it moon? Feels good to be back. It was awesome. It was cold, lonely. I Kid Cudi was there, but you know, I don't fuck with him too much. Damn, you don't fuck with Cuddy no more? What happened? I don't know, man. I guess once I was out that phase, his depressing music didn't sound as intriguing anymore. You know... <laughs> There's certain artists you can connect to him because you're in a space to connect to him. You're right. So when he was dropping those Man on the Moon albums, probably wasn't in the best of head spaces. So I was I was connecting to, those, to that music. It was... Don't get me wrong. He makes good music. It's just no longer for me. I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I you know I'm glad you said. It. You know I probably should think about artists that were great when I was in a certain headspace that I who probably still making same quality of music and everything, and I just may not be in that headspace anymore, and that's why I don't fuck with them like that. Absolutely, and you're probably not thinking hard enough. You probably don't have to think hard at all. Uh, in high school, name five rappers that was like heavy on your rotation. You got Jay Z, of course. <laughs> well, Kanye's falling out of out of rotation as much uh... because his sound changed. It's not that he consistently made the same; his sound changed. So, so it's his fault, not my side. fault. Okay, his fault, not your fault. <laughs> okay, um, man, um, Ludacris. Okay, that's a good one, actually. Ludacris. So, can you go back and listen to the Chicken and Beer Red Light District? And all of that other just, just where I connect, yeah, because you can, you know, what I realized I could always go back to the songs that I used to connect to, but some of the newer shit I can't go back to because even if you're making the same shit, I just don't have at least the old shit. I have a memory tied to it, right? It could transport me back to tenth grade watching 106 at Park and all that other shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, absolutely. Like, I get that. I feel the same way. Like. The album Chicken and Beer, I used to listen to that. No skips. I love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know if I would still have the same connection to it now. Like, don't get me wrong, there's songs on there where it's like, okay, no matter what, I'ma always fuck with this song. But can I listen to that album front to back again? How I used to? I don't know if I could. Yeah. Your ears, you know, my ears changed, my taste has changed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh so yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to try to put together a list of people. You know, as I'm building this uh, this hip-hop playlist that I told you about, 
um, that I'm not ready to share. So don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I'm building this, like I come, I'm as you go through an artist, it like as soon as you get to one artist, it like their features will burst you out into like thinking about some other artists. Now I'm going down the rabbit hole of this artist and that artist, and like you come across people, you were like, damn, I really thought you was gonna be the next one, and you 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 wasn't. Like Lupe. I really thought Lupe was going to be the next one. And he wasn't. I did too. Matt, oh, remember we were talking about three album runs? He's on my list for strong three albums run. Mm. Uh, Food and Liquor, mm. Food and Liquor 2, and The Cool. Dude, three of my favorite albums. Wait, isn't The Cool the second album? No, nah, The Cool was the third one. He had Food and Liquor, Food and Liquor 2, then The Cool. Yeah. Hold on. I mean, I, I'm not going to take away from you. You were probably a, you were a little bit more of a Lupe fan than I was back in the day. I fucked with Lupe, but I know you really fucked. Like, you were still fucking with Lupe when I stopped fucking with Lupe. So, <laughs> that's, how, that's how I like you. I'm going to give you, you were probably a, a better fan than I was. I don't know. Now you look. So, what did I do? I ran to Wikipedia, got the discography, and I was writing you. You were right, and I was right, too. So. Oh, how'd it go? Food and liquor. Uh-huh. No, actually, you were wrong, and I was right. Go with that even better. Food and liquor, the cool, and then lasers. Ah, uh, where did food and liquor 2 come from? After lasers. <laughs> After lasers. Yeah, that's so, what I felt okay. like. It was food and liquor, the cool, then lasers? Then lasers. I take that back. Was lasers, lasers was hot. Bad? No, it's... Yeah, but that's his, his biggest song is off of Lasers. The show goes on. That was a bit. You know he hates that song. The same way, the same way J Cole hated that. Um, that the song, song with. Yeah, he hates that song too. That's one of those songs that the industry make, like the their label makes them do, and it's like, mm-hmm. look, I'm not really fucking with the sample. I don't really want to touch this, but uh, but yeah, I thought I, honestly, I thought his biggest song was Kick Push. But you're probably right. That's probably his oh no, that song was hit. everywhere. I remember, kids were it was being performed at summer camps. It was like it was that song was everywhere. That song was in on you couldn't you couldn't turn on the radio and not hear that song. Kick push was niche. A lot of yeah. people will remember show goes on that won't remember kick push. Right. Would you say kick push started the backpack rapper movement? Kick push popularized the backpack rapper movement. Okay. The the weird kid who it was acceptable for him to be weird and still be a good rapper. You know what I'm saying? If I'm being honest, that's probably top three era for rap for me. I love the backpack era. No, Kanye was the one that pioneered it. It, it let's came not, after yeah, let's Kanye. not be disrespectful. Let's not be disrespectful. It came after Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. And and a lot of people, the Lupe's, the the Cole, Mickey Facts. Oh, uh, okay. They're the they're the the babies of of Kanye, just absolutely. A lot of good came from it. So no, 100%. I'm not mad at it at all. Think about what's running. Think about what the top three rappers who we all consider the top three rappers now have really no. Because back in the day, you gotta have you had to have some sort of hood persona, some gang affiliate. You know what I'm saying? Like you needed that. You had that, to be hard. That clout. Yeah. Right. The, our top three artists right now don't have that. None of that. <laughs> don't at all. Have that. I mean, Kendrick, 
Kendrick to an extent, but that's just because he's from Compton. Nah, he's 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 street adjacent. And what I mean by that is he's from the street, but he's not the nigga that, that's talking about pulling guns and selling drugs. That wasn't him. He was just, he's like the rest of us who just observed that shit and probably experienced it from a distance where it was close to him, where he could feel it, but he wasn't the one doing it. Like Cole. I put Cole in that in that in that bucket too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Cause you know, he got his brother in jail, still been in jail for years. You know what I'm saying? From them small towns, but you know, hood shit is hood shit, no matter where you are. No matter where you are. <laughs> no matter where you are. Uh Drake. <sighs> Aubrey's an anomaly. Oh, but we'll get to Aubrey. We'll get to Aubrey much later than this. Not even going. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Satellite Professional Satellite. Woo! I was about Woo. to say, what show is this? Woo! <laughs> we was we was on the moon for a second, guys. Sorry, I had to come back. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. The podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, aka Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, and the man to the right of me can only be. The villain, the same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F and D, so talk nice when you see me. I don't resort to violence. I'm on resorts and islands. Check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. I can only be who I say I be. One half of this POD, the F and F and D is Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. Um, yeah, still not even gonna go into Aubrey yet. <laughs> Cause Aubrey got y'all mad. But we're not gonna go into Aubrey just yet. <laughs> I'm gonna make y'all wait for that one. Um so what I wanted to before we dive in, because this is, I feel like this is gonna be a very music this podcast is gonna be very music heavy today. Oh, so we started off on the right note then. Oh, 100%. This podcast is going to be very music heavy. Okay. So, but before we get to that, I have to throw in my let's fuck with Frank's marriage today question. Um, <laughs> we might as well make that a segment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that my wife is catching up on all the episodes, you're getting a lot of retroactive uh, backlash. <laughs> she, she'll she send me something. She'll send me a message and I'll be like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, in the house, she'll be like, so when this happened, I'm like, when did I say that? And she'll tell me what I said specifically. And I'm like, no, no, no. Give me the whole thing. Like, <laughs> what made me say that? What he Why said before that? And then, yeah, when she, when she tells me what you said, it's like, oh, yeah, I did remember saying that. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. That's that's, I'm a I'm a I'm a what I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do because right now oh, she's no, she gonna catch you in real time now because I think she's just about caught up with everything. Shit, and she's gonna be sitting <laughs> down a lot for a little while. Yeah, she's gonna really be able to keep up. She's resting her feet. She, she's kicking her feet up. She got time. She got time today. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. So, question of the day. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, I'm listening. All right, so I was watching um you know how like it's one of those like sitcom tropes where like one of the people forgets the the big major 
anniversary or a major date in the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my question is, has one of you ever forgotten one of those? No, but she thought I did. So <clears throat> that surprise birthday dinner, she, part of it was her thinking that um, I forgot it or whatever, or forgot to do what she wanted. Because she, she hints at stuff she wants, and it's up to me to kind of pick up on that. Sometimes I pick up on it, sometimes I don't. But this time around, I purposely pretended I didn't pick up on it. And yeah, had I not delivered on the surprise birthday dinner with the friends and the outing that she was hinting towards, yeah, it could have got real ugly for me. Be out here. Single dad of two and a half. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been no two and a half. Well, no, it no, she was, she was, she was, she was Mike pregnant. T pregnant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It would have been a single dad of two and a half. Exactly. You know, I, I ran into that video. I'm glad you brought that. Because, you know, I sent it to you earlier this week. And I was like, I fucks with Frank all the time on here. Because that's my job. Like, I, you know, I, I understand. That's I'm, our dynamic on here. Our dynamic on here is that. I'm really the villain. But um, <laughs> our dynamic on here is that, you know, I I, I poke the holes I can. Pause. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that now because now it's like, wait, why did you choose that as your analogy? I don't know. Um, <laughs> like Michael Scott says, sometimes I start a sentence and I forget where I'm going. <laughs> you know, on the way, I just, you know, I just find, I I just find where I'm going, you know? Um <laughs> But, you know, I sent you the video that I recorded. I don't even think I ever sent you that one. I just felt like I had a really nah. good angle on YouTube you coming did. in. Um, and her, her like, actual, like, surprise to, like, actually notice, like, yo, all these motherfuckers in this room are f- here for me. Like, I, it'd be different if you, you know, you go to dinner and you're surprised by a couple. But, like, she looked and she was like, holy shit. It's the whole, like, it's this whole yeah. section that's here for me. It's. 30 motherfuckers at this table that's here just for me. Right. Pure tears. That was awesome. Her reaction was priceless. It was well worth it. It was... Well worth the passive-aggressive attitudes I got in that whole week at home. You don't like passive-aggressive. Hell I'm, no. I'm glad I know that now. If you, go, if you got beef with me and you don't like something I did, I would much rather you hit me head on than just give me passive-aggressive attitudes. Just come straight out with it. I'd appreciate that. I'm gonna hit you with some like next time you do some shit, and I'm just I'm just gonna start hitting. Nah, you good? Let me tell you, if I ever <laughs> hit you with you good, <laughs> you see the one thing I like about you, like the times where you felt you needed to confront me about something, you told me straight, and you was cut and dry, no, no fluff. It was like, hey, you know, I'm dealing with this. It'll help me if you do this. Cool, I get it. Straightforward. I appreciate that. You ain't get no issue from me again. No, no, but never. If you do the. Never. You're you good at taking constructive that. criticism. I give yeah, you something you. and you and you you make the adjustment and then I never I honestly we have never had the same issue twice. That's back and forth. Right. Cause again, it's the okay, this is what you need. Cool. I didn't do that. I see where the, the mishap was, I'll fix it. Or I'll consider it. But if you keep with the oh, it's cool. No, 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 it's it's fine. And I could clearly see <laughs> it's like you need. I know something's wrong. Just tell me, and I can fix it. Don't make me play this guessing game, because then if I guess wrong, I'm still stuck at square one, and that bothers the hell out of me. 
Yeah, I learned that early on. I used to hit you with the passive aggressive. Like, you know, that nigga not dumb. He'll figure it out. But you got to realize. <laughs> and that's, that's in, in any relationship dynamic or whatever. But you got to realize the other person can't read your mind, right? So, like, right. I have to, as this has continued 89 episodes in, I've had to be like, how do I communicate with him better in this situation? I know we both have X amount of time to do what it is that we need to do. How right. do we communicate that better? So that when we do it, we're more efficient when we get on the mic. So somehow that turned into a couple's therapy for me and Frank. And I don't know how we got there. Can I ask you another question? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> we, I think we've already said that men are better gift givers. Do you feel you're the best gift giver in your relationship? I do. Okay. I love the confidence. Um Best gift that you I've given? done this before that you've given, yeah. Oh, it has to be the surprise party because literally I hit everything on the head with that one. She wanted, she wanted a celebration with all her friends. She wanted to dance to Haitian music. She was craving certain foods, and the restaurant provided that. The music was there. The friends was there. Um, she even got a chance, like, my wife is very big on wearing white for her birthday celebration. Mm, so she got, yeah. She that's got to wear her, her white. I, she got to wear her white. She, oh, and I surprised, so the surprise party was one thing. She was thrilled about that, but it was like, to her, um, I wouldn't say, imagine, like, somewhat how she imagined it. A whole bunch of friends sitting down, chilling, eating. So she was happy about that. Even her friends from out of town came in, which was she was thrilled about. But the real surprise was the gender reveal. Like that, she absolutely had no clue. So she thought just the party was the big, you know, the big thing, which it was. But the cake being brought out, and she's thinking, okay, it's my birthday. It's, you know, the cake. So they hit her with one more surprise on top of the, all the surprises that day was like, I can't even call it the cherry on top. It was like beyond that. So that was that's by far the best gift I've ever given somebody. Hmm. That's what's so. I'm 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 inter- I'm very interested in the fact that you didn't say either one of your children. But cool. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's too late. <laughs> and I see you like to praise yourself about your last wins, and that's fine because I'm sure you've given some great gifts. But I guess you know this gift. Was probably your most well thought out gift. You're you're more established, so you can actually do the elaborate shit that your brain actually makes up in your head. You know what I mean? Right. When we're younger, but it was also thoughtful too. No, it was 100, 100 thoughtful. You you put in work. You had to sneak and do it. I'm I'm not taking away from it. But right. enough patting you on the back. Let's 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 argue a little bit. Okay. I don't know if we're gonna argue about this, but let's. So a tweet went out earlier this week um, from one of your favorite podcasts, uh, the guys from The Pivot, uh, more specifically, Ryan Clark. Okay. Uh, Ryan Clark tweeted out, Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson. Dare I said it, have a great week. He proceeded to log off. I hate when people say stupid shit like that, because if you're going to say something like that, Follow it up with something. Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson because X, Y, Z. And you can you could change out the two names to any other thing. If you want to say 
Adele is a better artist than Beyonce, please give me the X, Y, Z. You could never say that. You couldn't say that. You couldn't say that. Go ahead. I'm saying if you're going to say it, give me your argument. Just don't say it and walk out the door. No. Come with it. If if that's how you feel, you got to have something to back it up, right? Just let's hear the backup, the reinforcement. So him saying that, I was like, dude, this is stupid. First of all, if you ever heard anybody talk about how Michael Jackson recorded his music, beyond impressive. Can Michael Jackson play a bunch of instruments like Prince? No, but that nigga beatboxed everything to his producers. Um, you know what? So that's not impressive. It's impressive, but I I knew that that was where you were gonna go first. Like this is how prepared. This is how prepared for this conversation I knew I had to be. <laughs> to hey, come okay, with my then take. let me finish coming with it. You already know how I'm gonna, I'm gonna structure my argument. Let me finish coming with it. <laughs> no, no, because I want to I want to combat it because I want to okay, tell you. Okay, go ahead. I let you get. Go, let me, let's see what you got to say on to that point. I'm so I had this conversation with my sister. Yes, and she was like, "That's ridiculous," and mm, it's not that ridiculous. What's ridiculous? She was like, that's ridiculous that that someone would believe that Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson. And I'm telling y'all, it ain't that ridiculous. Okay, go. I think I'm listening. Because she went just like that with you. And you, you know, when people when Michael, like Michael could beatbox. And I said, okay, so your first argument is that Michael Jackson was also Biz Marquee. So because he was Biz Marquee, he could be, no, he's the best? That's no, because that's not, where y'all, y'all always, for some reason... That's how you interpret it. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> y'all, oh, because he, he could beat, you know, Michael could beatbox. Oh, so, oh, so the fuck what? So could, so how could many George on the street... has the ability? <laughs> Do you know how, as an artist, as a musical artist, and I understand you, uh, you understand and appreciate music, how taxing it is to not only create the sound, but to compose the lyrics to that sound that you generate. Not too many people can do that. And then to have a sound in your head and then to convey that sound to somebody who can actually play it, that is an immensely impressive talent. And why are we thinking Chris Brown doesn't do this? I've, I've seen Chris Brown do this. You can have a, you can have a, you can have a melody this. in your head and work with a producer to get that melody out. That's, that's not unfathomable for any artist. But specifically, I've seen, I've watched documentaries and seen Chris Brown go through that process. Chris Brown is. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna let you okay. finish your argument. <laughs> I just want to throw this big joke out here. Okay. What's Chris here Brown's we go. moonwalk? I'm sorry? What's Chris Brown's moonwalk? Michael Jackson's moonwalk isn't even Michael Jackson's moonwalk. Yes, it is, because you just had to call it Michael Jackson's moonwalk. No, That's like it's somebody not. saying. And even Michael will tell you he didn't come up with that. It doesn't matter if he came up with it or not. It is his now. What's Chris Brown's moonwalk? Chris Brown, the old crumping ass. Let me stop. Crumping is not Chris Brown's thing. But when we first met him, that was our. That's what we knew him for. But so you're gonna hit me with the moonwalk because the dance was iconic, right? Yes. Even though most of Michael Jackson's moves are inspired slash derived from James Brown, pretty much. Like, almost all of them? Yep. So, even his moonwalk isn't his moonwalk. I actually can... Let me find it. It is his moonwalk because everybody associated with him. It is his. He was the biggest artist at the time, and he popularized it. It doesn't mean it's his dance. 
It is his now. Yeah, it is. No, it's, it doesn't mean it's his dance. Okay, so was Chris Brown ever the biggest artist at any time to be able to do that? No. I he believe the- I can argue that it's a lot harder to be the... Not argue. We all know it's a lot harder to be the level of artist that Michael Jackson was in his time to now. We have way more access than everyone else has ever... Like, any generation has ever had to come to music. Michael Jackson... Not going to take away. Appointment TV had to sit down, be where you you needed to be somewhere Sunday, 7 o'clock to watch the Remember the Time video. It was debuting on a major network. Nobody else was doing that shit. And we had to sit down for it. I'm not going to take away from the way Michael Jackson could capture the world. But it's a lot harder to do that now. We're talking talent. I'm not talking about what he... I mean, Beyonce comes close and Chris Brown can't hold the candle to her. This nigga, there's your big joker, you motherfucker. Because <laughs> you know I can't really argue that right now, especially in the middle of my celebration week, which we're going to get to a little later in the episode. <laughs> I don't disagree with you on that. I think, I've said it on the podcast, that I think had certain things not happened in Chris Brown's life, the Rihanna situation and some of the shit that has been, has been the spinoff of all of that, one decision back then, right? Yeah. Had that Martin not Jackson happened, had rape allegations on little white boys, and y'all still let him rock. First of all, because that's he's shows, that good. That shows more about how disgusting y'all generation is as as a whole. Not only did y'all have Michael Jackson, but y'all also had He Who Shall Not Be Named. And Michael Jackson was good enough to beat all that shit. So. How is he more talented? How is Chris more talented than that man? I'm going to say this. I believe Chris <laughs> Brown is a is a more talented... I think he, Vocalist? he can sing better than Michael Jackson. Vocally, I believe he's better than Michael Jackson. I stand by that. Now, I'm not taking away all that Michael was doing as a child. Michael been singing since he was like four or five years. And I'm sure Chris was singing like that too, but nowhere near on the level and performing on the level that Michael Jackson was. I'm not taking away what... Me saying Mike, that, that Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson does not take away from the level of star that Michael Jackson was. No one has ever and probably will ever accomplish the level of stardom that Michael Jackson was as a pop star, as an as a artist. Understand, right. I'm not I, trying to take away from that. No, I, I I'm just that. talking talent. You're saying this to the listeners. I know you're not trying to take nothing from Michael. I'm just saying... However talented you think Chris Brown is, I think Michael Jackson is more talented than that. I believe Chris Brown is a better singer than Michael Jackson. Okay. Vocally, I believe he's a better singer. Michael can sing, but I think Chris Brown is better. I'm going to say Chris Brown's a better dancer than Michael Jackson. Okay. No argument there? The reason I'm not going to argue, the same way you said Michael Jackson, his moves were inspired or based off moves he's seen from James Brown. I mean, Chris Brown predecessors, they both built from... Michael Jackson both built is one of his predecessors. Brown. Yeah, <clears throat> Michael Jackson and people who came after that. So Chris Brown had a great dancing... Uh, 
a great dancing platform to build off of. If he could pull from James, if he could pull from Michael, if he could pull from Usher, if he could pull from Genuine. And then on top of that, there was a lot of dance movement taking place around the time he was coming up, such as crumping and so forth. And he incorporated all of that into his art. So yeah, with all that being said, if you're holding his dancing up to Michael's, his dancing has a lot more in it. So yeah, I'm, that's I'm, more appealing to you. I'm not going to argue with that. I agree with you. So so you agree that Chris Brown's a better dancer than, than Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. The, the listeners can't see the shrug, so I need you to be verbal. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'd agree with that. I'm not going to say he's a better writer. Because Michael Jackson okay. has pinned, along with Quincy and some of the others, but Michael Jackson has pinned some of the greatest songs ever. He's a better actor. All Michael did Hell was get nah. on down the road. Ain't nothing Chris Brown did tops that last scene and thriller with Michael. What? When he turned around and scared us as children? That don't count. Chris Brown ain't never scared me. Now, Chris Brown has scared me a few times. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> There's times where I'm like, I'm scared for Chris Brown. Um, of himself. Like I, I just feel like Chris Brown is a scary person to himself half the time. Um, but nah, nah, man. He's a better actor. The nigga could paint. He's a clothing designer. The nigga's a fucking ninja. <laughs> like, I think, oh, I think the dude is... Is that what we're doing? I'm just saying he's a better... Like, I'm just saying athletically... Okay, so you're just saying he's more talented, period. Not He's a more talented person, period. Even musically, I think he's more talented. I don't think he's a better writer. I don't know writer. about all... I don't know about all that, man. You always give me the, in the NBA, you always give me the bigger, better, stronger, faster, right? You always want to tell me that. You love right. to use that. Um, yes. I, gave, I use, made that argument for his dancing. Same thing. That was the argument for his dancing. He's had the building blocks of other people, like Michael did, to be the more superior artist. Is he? No. I don't think he's ever, sadly, going to reach that level because of his own vices, and, you know, poor decisions. And times are different. The way people view celebrities now versus how they view celebrities then is different. Too much access. Now, if you wanted to make the art, the argument that Beyonce's stardom is more impressive than Michael's stardom due to the era that we view celebrities in today versus the, the way we view celebrities of yesterday... I'll take that. Argument. Oh, we can transition. Be- we can transition. Go ahead. No, it's because good. that's the that's the similar <laughs> argument that Kobe's eighty two was more impressive than Wilt's one hundred. Oh, I agree one hundred percent. I don't say it so a lot because niggas get hot about it, but I agree one hundred percent. I agree one hundred percent. I've been I I have I have held that I've held that in my spirit a long time. You you I'm glad you put you put words to how I've been feeling for a long time. Do you understand <laughs> how much better NBA players were when Kobe Bryant scored 81 points? I said 82, my bad, 81. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, don't disrespect. It's fine. Do you know how much better NBA players were than when Wilt was out there doing it? And we all, everybody Not say, you know, better, Wilt got but the hundred, but the ain't, I ain't seen no video yet. I ain't seen no video yet. Of Wilt? Yeah. But I no, ain't Kobe. no video. But you could see his competition. You could see their statistics. You could see how big they measured up against Wilt. Kobe did this against guys his size. 
So even in that same vein, as Kobe's 81 was way better than Wilt's, I'm gonna just take, I'm going with that. Beyonce's level of stardom is more impressive than Mike was at his. I time. don't know, man. You you may have said something there. You may That's have said my something there. Because I, I don't that, know. when Mike was a star, celebrities were viewed differently. Celebrities were on such a high pedestal. That's why he was able to get away with some of the things he was able to get away with. Mm. Beyonce's, the culture we live in now, people pride themselves on wanting to humble celebrities at every given turn, even at the cost of her, at the expense of her daughter. You saw what Lisa Ray said recently. No, what did Lisa Ray say? All right, so. Jay-Z and Blue was... I'm calling her Blue like I'm like we friends. No, nah, nah, Blue's family. <laughs> <laughs> Jay-Z, Jay-Z and, and his Blue, daughter, they, were at the, they were at the game. They was at the game, right? So they showed on TV, and I guess this has been a while since people saw her. So people was raving, oh, she looks like a mother now, blah, 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 blah. And then people brought up, you know, some of the disrespectful things they said about her when she was an even younger child, like the mm-hmm. whole nappy hair thing. Lisa Ray was on a panel of women, and they was talking about it. And then somebody asked Lisa... What if somebody would have said that about your grandbaby? And Lisa replied, oh, nobody would have said that about my grandbaby because her hair ain't nappy. And it's like, really, is that necessary? You know what I mean? When everybody so, was like, oh, do something to her hair, perm this, perm that. Do you see how beautiful Blue Ivy's hair was? Yeah. You see, Jay-Z put, her, put his arm around her, and she was like, Dad, ah, come on, now chill out my hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I mean... Since you don't have nothing to say about Beyonce, you go after her kids. That's why I think people say mean shit about Blue Ivy. It's like, well, you're not perfect. Your daughter nappy-headed. The fuck? So, people are nasty like that. People are if weird, If I can't man. say nothing, people are very weird. And Beyonce being the level of celebrity she has never had, no scandal. I mean, the biggest scandal is her sister beating her husband's ass. Well, her husband did cheat on her, and that was the second part and of that scandal. That was like, all of that of, yeah. was wrapped in together. Right. And again, it's not her. It's the people around her. Like, she's managed to keep such a clean face, even throughout being a star since she was a teenager. You know how fucking hard that is with the internet being fucking everywhere now? I, you know, way the more only impressive. other person that I think has a cleaner background, or at it's least Barack and Michelle Obama. Nigga, nigga, get out my brain today. What's going on? Boy, <laughs> you with me today? I don't know. Hey, I don't know you on today, man. But um, man, look, since since you took it there, nigga woke up Thursday, stretched my arms and shit. You know, went and do did my you know my normal. Um, how Wayne said it, you know, wake up in the morning, shit, shower, shave. You know what I'm saying? Did my little thing. I usually try my best not to get on social media until, this is poor to say, until I get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> but you deal with morning traffic, so there's times you sit I got a long drive, like you know five minutes not moving. <laughs> uh, so usually I try not to, I try to, like, I usually, my, my phones are do not disturb till a certain time. Like, I usually try not to get too much on, on social media and whatnot. But somebody sent me a screenshot and said, go look at Miss Tina Page. And I was like, that's okay. Sure. No. Yes. So I, I scroll over to Miss Tina Page. That's Beyonce's mom. And then she had the, the clip and it was like, 
Act One, The Renaissance. Beyonce Renaissance, July 29th. So, you know, as hive as I am, I got excited as shit. You know, had to screenshot it, put it out on Twitter. I mean, Twitter and, and Instagram. Um, let everybody know this is not a drill. Like, hey, we survived the drought. We did it. <laughs> it's been a long time since Lemonade. Been yeah. a long time. She done sprinkled, she sprinkled a little Lion King album in there, but that really wasn't, you know, like that was Beyonce, but that wasn't Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, but it was, I mean, I was happy with it. That Lion King album was pretty nice. Oh, I fucks with it. I fucks with it. I listened to it the same day. That okay. same day I got the alert, I, I made the decision I'm gonna work my way backwards through the catalog. That's just who I am. <laughs> okay. That's just who Gotta I am. I made it through, it. I made it through that and 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 lemonade. Now, mind you, I'm one of the people who believe I necessarily am not a big lemonade fan, but I know really, man, eh, didn't do nothing for me. I it was a it clash. Was you know, I, nobody wins when the family feuds. I didn't like seeing, <laughs> I ain't like seeing, the, <laughs> I ain't like seeing them go back and forth. If you, if you notice, two of the albums I don't like most about both of those artists are Lemonade and 444. I don't necessarily like those albums. I don't like to see I the like people. Both the, but it's crazy because I like Lemonade, I like 444, and I also like uh, the album together. The Carter's album, yeah. The Carter's, yeah. Eh. Eh. I don't know. I ain't like I don't know how like you that. not get on 444 though. That that I mean that is a good album. Right, he ain't even talk. dissing his wife on it. We're not gonna talk that trash. Anyway, <laughs> no, he's not dissing his wife. But I don't want to hear the rebuttal of the shit that you know I ain't I ain't like that shit no way. I don't like to Oh see no, me. it wasn't a rebuttal. <laughs> it, it wasn't it, he's smart enough to not rebuttal. Oh no, it was wax. an admittance. Like it was like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. A, that's I'm what it take, was. I'm going to take all accountability. It was an accountability album. I think, honestly, I think that was the whole message of the album is being accountable. Absolutely. I can, I listen to the album. I'm not saying that it's not great. I'm just saying, for not me- Not one of your favorites. It's not one of my favorites. I, could, I can't tell you the last time I went back to listen to it. I can respect that. So, like I said, I'm on, I'm on the road. I scroll the rest of the, you know, I, I screenshot, send it to the rest of the, you know, the, my inner hive people who, who I fuck with, mostly women. I, I don't I don't have any hive male friends, to be honest. That should probably say a lot about me. Uh, I should probably look into that. Some for therapy. Um, <laughs> hey, you know. But guys don't just readily admit they're in the hive. It's so fine. I can clearly understand why you don't have many male friends cool. in the Beyonce hive of yours. It's cool. Did you cool. see Mike Tyson dancing in a B suit saying he's beautiful? That's Hive. <laughs> All my timeline, that's what it felt like that whole day. <laughs> <laughs> my whole timeline was like. That's a good way to put it. All, all we, all, now think about that day. All everyone talked about was that. Yeah, somebody was being disrespectful saying, I hope her husband ain't on the album. Like, nigga, relax. Her husband makes good music. They make good music together. Why you I'm, don't want to hear them? That's the one feature I'm I'm expecting. Like, name the album outside of Lemonade that the nigga wasn't on. He had every reason not to be on the Lemonade album, and I can't quite right. remember if he was. I, now that I and I just listened I to it so. the other day, I don't think so. Um, Besides him, what other feature you want on a Beyonce album? Um, yeah. we could always go classic. We could go. I would like to hear an Adele feature. Uh, 
Beyonce and Jay, of course. Um, hmm, we already got a cold feature. I, you know what? I wouldn't mind if you know prior to getting pregnant and having a baby that uh, Rihanna and and Beyonce recorded a, a song together. There it is. That'd That's my. Dope. Those are my those are my features right there, and to be, I never didn't want to admit this to you, but um, and how big of an Adele fan that you are, and I love I think Adele is amazing vocally. I just find her music to be very boring, but that's me personally. I don't take I I. I <laughs> that's why when you used to praise, I shut I shut my ass up. I let you have your moment. <laughs> I never you I was like let that one slide. Uh, you was like, you know, you you love that, and I was like, all right, man. I never said a negative word because I think she's an amazing vocalist. She's in the hive, you know what I'm saying? What's boring about her music? The music. <laughs> Disrespectful as no, fuck, just, my nigga. It's I, it's hard. So I can a lot of Adele is really good at telling her perspective, and it is the perspective of. Um, a heartbroken woman. A heartbroken mostly. 30-something white woman. I don't I it's hard for me to connect to that. She hasn't been 30-something with those other albums. She was 25 when she dropped one. She was 21 when she dropped another one. She wasn't 30-some white woman then. Her music still slapped. It slapped. It didn't slap me. You know what I'm saying? He Adele's music ain't never Will Smith me. Not one time. Not one time I've been like, damn, that shit slapped. Never. Never? And that's fine. I'm not taking... I, like This is nothing to do to take away from her art. I think she's amazing. I just know that her music really isn't necessarily for me. I've tried to listen to albums. But let's not take away from that. <laughs> let's, 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 stay, okay. let's stay in the good spirit. Who's, who would be your, your features that you would want? Who I would want to hear Beyonce with? I would love to hear her with Missy okay. on a Timbaland beat. Mm. If she's going to make a song with Jay-Z, I want to hear it on an if up. You say for real. I swear to God. Then I don't need to say it. <laughs> oh uh, you have an obsession with Jay-Z and Pharrell. And it's fine. They make good Go music ahead. together. When uh, hmm. I actually want to hear her again with Kendrick. Remember when she had that performance with Kendrick at one of those award shows? It was at the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, I believe. Was it the Super Bowl? Nah. Was it? I believe it was at the Super Bowl. Okay. Actually, I would like to hear her with Crit on a song. I think that'll slap. Okay. That's different. That's different. Yeah. I ain't gonna, t- I ain't gonna take away from that. That's nice. A um, female artist, I would like to... And I'll give one female artist I would like to hear her with besides Missy. The girl that sings Pressure. What's her name? Ari Lennox? Ari Lennox. Mm, I had not thought of that. I think her and Beyonce, especially if they make a song that's very sexual, like Pressure, I think that'll, I think that'll be nice. Okay. Okay. I fucks with that. Um, hmm. I, I, that's, a, that's a good one. So I'm going to finish telling you about, you know, like I told you, my timeline throughout the day. You know, we find I'm scrolling. Everybody hype, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I hear that Beyonce got merch online for the album. You go to the website, 
She's selling merch. You can't even out. see it, though. What you mean? She's selling box sets. It includes T-shirts, <laughs> T-shirts, a special box, some pictures and photos. This is the photo of the merch she's selling. Are you serious? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead ass. Bro, Beyonce out here selling merch we can't even see. There's also four options of merch at different price levels, which is crazy. One of them includes a CD. I don't even know where I'm going to put a fucking CD. <laughs> where the fuck am I going to put a CD? I'm trying to think, because now laptops don't even come with the, the, the disk drive no more. Yeah, everybody's on MacBooks now. Shit, if you you can't even you gotta buy like several attachments to have a disk drive on a MacBook. So good luck with that. Not only do we have to pre-order this merch, we still not getting it until <laughs> they say the shit don't ship till July 29th. The data album drop. I bet it sold out. Did you order yours? Yeah, I got the $40 box. But <laughs> <laughs> Is that the box with the CD? Yeah, I mean, it came with a CD. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> Give me a Walkman. I'll go to Walmart. You know they have the Walkmans in the bins. You know they have it in that middle bin by the uh, by the electric, by all the electronics? <laughs> they also have the middle bin with the with all the, the CD Discmans or whatever we used, we used to call them shit. Walkmans. Discman. Wow. Remember putting them on the table and somebody bumped the table that shit skipped? Nigga, don't. And if a nigga wanted to play too much, habitual line steppers like we know. They'll kick it. They'll kick it or they'll tap the top of your, your CD. Dog, let me tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. Low-key, I want to square up with you. <laughs> Low-key, <laughs> I, I want to square up with you. I, I feel... No, not you. They're like habitual line steppers that we know. Them niggas play too much. Was I... What I habitually line stepped? Not you. I didn't say it was you. I keep saying you're not you. I'm just oh. referring to other habitual line steppers oh, that okay. we know. Ralph. But see, the thing is, I've been such an <laughs> asshole in my past that when somebody said I want to square with you, I literally think they want to square with me. Like, damn, what the fuck I did now? No, it is Friday, and I should fucking fight you. I just feel like there's something in our past <laughs> that I probably owe you. You owe me You didn't around. see my face. I was literally thinking, like, what the fuck did I do to deserve an asshole? And I know I did something. I just ain't figured it out yet. I could think of a few things. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. But when you got the anti-shock walk, man, they couldn't tell you shit then. Yeah, but some that anti-shock used to used to used to have to turn that shit on and off because that shit'll fuck up. It'll kill your battery faster. You remember that? It was a trade-off. Yeah, it was a trade-off. So you just have to have a spare pack of batteries in your bag. Hey, how many times, how many times you recharge some of them batteries in the freezer? All the fucking time. I don't know where, whoever discovered if you put batteries in the freezer, you get more life out of whoever figured that out. God bless you. Nigga, I used to walk to school. I used to have my Walkman, Discman, whatever it was called, my CD player, and a, and a Ziploc bag full of batteries <laughs> in, my, in my book bag, in my Jansport. But you know what the real level up was? When they made the Walkmans that could read data files and not just wave files. So now you could 
you could take one of those blank CDs that'll record, let's say, 15 songs. Now you could put 80 songs on that motherfucker because you record them as data files. Bruh, that changed the game. All us weren't able, Frank. All us weren't able. All, a lot of us had to get the $15 Walkman out the bin in the middle of the aisle at le- electronics, <laughs> nigga. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna get 18, 17, some, you know, sometimes you'll get, you'll have 20 songs on your list and then you gotta start picking and choosing which one of these motherfuckers not gonna make the cut. Because, <laughs> you know, you Next start reaching CD that 18 level, you be like, shit, uh, bro. This shit got, this shit, that shit'll tell you, hey, you got three and a half minutes left. You got three songs on here that ain't gonna go. You gonna have to make a decision. Remember when you used to buy a mix CDs from the dude at the barbershop? And he'd be like, oh, this the love mix. Be like, oh, what's on it? And he'll pull out a little paper. He'll have tracks one through 18 written out. Oh, this got the 112 on it, got the R. Kelly, got that Jill Scott. Like, nigga, get this shit out my face. Just give me the 50 cent CD so I can go about my business. Man, I ain't gonna lie. The little love mixes used to hit though. Shit, not for me. <laughs> who, the, who the fuck I was gonna play it for? Well, you know I'm an R and B head, so you know I that that was my okay. That's how I did homework. <laughs> <laughs> Make love to these books, um, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's how I did homework. Nigga, I listen to R and B at work. Nigga, walk by walk by my office, ain't nothing but Luther playing. <laughs> like, nigga, what's going on here? Nothing, man. Making love to these spreadsheets. Like, that's what I'm doing now. This is my life. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. So you play your little Luther Vandross and whatever love had, whatever had I play you the, love I play the, I play the playlist that you hear. I play that all day. How many women stop by your office saying, oh, what you know about this? Every day. When I have played it every day for the last five years. Oh, what you... Like they'll walk by, it'll be it'll be some like some some old school case or 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 give me another artist, some Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh what what, what you know about it? Only the black ones. Only the black ones. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody. Not everybody. You know what I'm saying? I think I told you when we went to Atlanta and we had we was driving to Stone Mountain. We was probably in the car for about two hours or something. And I played your playlist. Bruh, everybody loved it. It was only me and Peter. We was the only two dudes in the car. The car was just number women. But bruh, your playlist came through big time. It's made for it's made for long journeys. You know what I'm saying? It's made for, you know, for a sing-along. You know what I'm saying? It's for you to get through a certain, you know what I'm saying? While you driving, next thing you can, you'll already be at Stone Mountain. You'll already be at Stone Mountain. By the time y'all even realize it, y'all done lost your voice a little bit. Cause you out here hitting oh, notes no, you didn't exactly normally what hit. Happened. It was perfect. That's exactly what happened. It would have been better than any playlist that that was for me. Yeah, and it was coming off your phone. And how many times did you get a what you know about this, Frank? How many times you got that? I got that. My answer was like, huh? <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never heard this before. <laughs> hey man, hey man. I be just trying to put people up, and I'm glad because that's the reaction I want whenever somebody hears that. What you know about this? That's right. What you know about yeah, it. When they ask me that, I not a damn thing. Who is this? What am I listening to right now? You don't know nothing about these. And I don't just, it ain't just regular the, the hits on there. It's some deep cuts. Absolutely. But like, I didn't even know this artist existed. Who is this? Katricia? Never heard of a Katricia. Okay. I'm joking, nigga. Ain't no Katricia. Oh, look at me. I'm like, playlist. there's a Katricia on the planet? 
<laughs> Nigga, it's a lot of songs. That bro. was a random name that I threw out because that's what it sounded like to me when they brought up the artist's name. Like, oh, I've never heard of this person. Hell no. Speaking of things we weren't prepared for or never heard of coming or... Talking about that elephant that beat that lady ass? Let's talk about it, though. <laughs> Did you hear about the elephant that killed that lady? And it came back to yes. her funeral and was like, yes. fuck that bitch. <laughs> I said what I I'm said. Not, I'm not laughing at her demise. No. But that story is crazy. Did you hear why the elephant did it? No. You know, somebody, somebody just sent that to me, like, right before we got on. So tell me. They have they have the second best memories after us and dolphins, I believe. Why do I know that? I don't know. I think I started reading that thing that you were talking about. But go ahead. So apparently this woman aided some poachers in kidnapping her babies. So this woman, this elephant came back, killed this woman. And then two days later at the funeral, came back and thrashed her body again. You know, the elephant didn't harm nobody else at the funeral. It came back just for her. Smelled that bitch. Like, bruh. <laughs> that beef there? But think about it, though. Somebody did something to your babies. I mean, I get it. I'm not mad at the elephant. I don't have kids, but let me tell you this. I can only imagine. Because let me... I. You do something you know, mine, <laughs> I, I got to do something yours. <laughs> like, that's... But you... <laughs> <laughs> I know that's petty. I know we're supposed to be better than that as human beings, but... No, nah, fuck that. Ah, man. Look, let me tell you. I heard my... um, My niece was just telling me... She, she We were having a conversation, and she brought up some, some little kid that had hit her. And... You was ready to get some, in the car. Said some mean shit to her. When I tell you my blood was boiling... My eyes was watery. Not like, man, let me let me find yeah. let me find little Carlos over here, Hylia. <laughs> like, I swear to God. You start asking questions that you gotta catch yourself. Like, what was this? What time? You see him every day you're there? Yeah, look. What time you look, go? My mind was already like, I could show up. Like, I, yeah, I got time. Because now you're trying to map it out. Like, okay, I'm going to just pop up on this day. She say he there every day. So I'm going to just pop up on this day. You say four o'clock? That's when you get out of school? Okay. Which one? So is, 15, hey, look, you go get him. at the park. Which one is Carlos? <laughs> how his hair look? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Run up and fuck up the wrong kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> now you can never Probably drop her off at school. Now you looking weird at the park because you staring at the playground for twenty minutes looking for a boy with a comb over. Then if you don't see him, you just gonna holler out Carlos and see which little boy turn around. Hey, yo, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that nigga looked okay. Okay, I see who it is. Man. <laughs> I pray for you, sir. Bruh. You got three of them. I pray for you, man. man. Hopefully nothing in life happens to make me act a fool. Because I have nobody around me that's going to pull me back. Everybody around. I'm the sensible one. So if I act a fool, we all going off the deep end. Call me first. I'll, I'll do my best. Because <laughs> I know It'll if be, I call I'll Dawn sympathize first. with you, but... I'll do my best to make cause cause you got you got a whole family to take care of. I appreciate that. Cause I know if I call Don, Donna beat me there. Like what who is we going at? What we what we what we doing? My sisters, same way. 
It's all bad. All bad. That's what that happened. That that's what that lady went through. With that elephant got a hold of her. Let me let me say this though. You know how big an elephant is. How can no, that just Frank, run up on you? How big is you? an elephant? <laughs> as big as that FedEx truck that ran into them people last week. How you let an elephant run up on you though? Do you not see it coming? Do you not hear it coming? Think about elephant. I hear they they. They can be quiet, but then they're, they're fast as shit, though. Like, they not, like, think about every 10, 15 steps of you, that's a couple trots for him. I figured elephants would make some noise coming coming your way. Yeah, like, was she behind a tree? Because eventually the tree would rustle, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Can you How the fuck she snuck up on you? Like, uh, I can understand a cat or a dog, like, lion sneaking up on you. Like, I can yeah, understand like, that. Now, if you tell me, hey... A lion crept up on her. I get it. They're, they ambush predators. I, they, yeah, they could definitely do that. I ain't never seen an elephant creep up on somebody. When they're angry, they're making noise. They, they're, they're blowing their trumpets. They're flapping their ears. All of that. I ain't never seen no elephant sneak up on anything. I ain't going to let you get off blowing their trumpets. Elephants don't have trumpets. Nigga, they know. Bread <laughs> sounds like a trumpet. Okay. Ah. I'm Nigga, sure somebody who you think like, I am? Marvin, Jeff Irwin or some shit? I don't know the proper terms. <laughs> All right. You're right. It's cool. It's cool. I just know I ain't going to get fucked up by no elephant. Because for one, why am I there? <laughs> why why, why is the elephant in Miami? The Metro Zoo? If an elephant escapes Metro Zoo and it makes its way all the way over to me and fucks me up, I deserved it. No. She, crazy thing is, if an elephant sneak up on you in any environment, clearly you deserve it. Because the elephant snuck up on her and got her ass. Came back to her funeral and was like, and bitch, I said what I said. Okay? <laughs> Fuck that shit. The general consensus online was people didn't sympathize with the lady. They Everybody was Nor responding like, what she do to the elephant? You had... To, nobody kills you, comes back to your funeral to kill you again. You had to... You kill somebody on accident. Rage in the moment. Boom. Kill you. But to kill you at your funeral? No, you had to did something to get killed twice. That just don't happen. I mean, they didn't kill her twice. But it came back. they came back to fuck that shit up. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, y'all y'all just going to be here celebrating life? Nah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking all this shit up. <laughs> fuck out of here. Y'all not going to be able to remember what she looked like when I'm done. They can't even put a tombstone for that lady, I bet. Just, like, look, just bury her out in the field. We know where it's at. Because if we put a tombstone, the elephant going to read it and who's going to fuck that up? Hella quick. That'd be crazy if the elephant could recognize her name. Like, oh, nah, I know what that rock say. That's that bitch that tried me some years ago. Oh, fuck ass who? <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you thought it was over? Hey, let me tell you, that's real beef, dog. Because, you know, it's cold in the street. You know, nigga kill you. Nigga finna, ain't finna come shoot up your funeral. You know what I'm saying? Like, he killed you already. You know, he won. Yeah. Nah. That's real deal beef. I can't even allow people to celebrate you, bro. That's how mad I am. Fuck your home going. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't ain't nothing. I don't want to hear shit. Bro, I have never experienced that type of anger. And I pray that I don't ever experience that type of anger. I I hope not. That's all I can say. Yeah, right? That's a dark... You can't come back from no place like that. No. It's a dark place. 
This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout. You know, I just realized. And this is a ridiculous segue. Because I was going to do something about how, you know, you're a black father and I was going to relate to Drake being a black father. That was going to somehow be the segue. That nigga. He's a black father? Wow. Okay, I'm going to stop. 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 Wow. Stop. Wow. I'll leave you a messy Damn, the nigga can't be, the nigga can't be black because his mom is white now. That's what we doing? Shit, not just his mom is white. Have you seen him? I mean, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be that black person. Yeah, Drake's the black father. <clears throat> I just wanted to be messy a little bit. Jesus Christ, man. Wow. Well, we can get into the mess with Drake. <laughs> we, we can talk about it. It's fine. Um, So Drake got y'all real mad. Drake got y'all real mad. <laughs> he told y'all, hey, dropping an album. Tonight, midnight, a lot of y'all was hype. When I say a lot of y'all, I was hyped too. But I managed my expectations no, no, no. always. Hell no. Nah. You had it right the first time. All of them was hype. The internet went crazy. I saw this it. Is, this, is the biggest, this is the biggest artist of our generation announcing an one album. Of. One of. One of. One of. The biggest. Yeah. Oof. Thank you for, you know, because we just talked about the biggest artist of our generation a little early. Thank you. You're right. Can't wait for the album. Act one, Renaissance, by the way, which which also impl- which also indicates it's gonna be it's an more act two than one act, right? I feel like we might get an album in the summer, album in the fall. I'm gonna just say that. <laughs> I'm gonna just say that. Now with Beyonce announcing the album, clearly claiming like, "Hey, the summer's about to be mine." I can see why if I was an artist working on the out al- releasing the album this summer and just being like, "Hey, hey, drop that shit, drop that shit, <laughs> hey, drop that shit now." People stayed up till midnight to listen to it. I was necessarily up to watch the game. You know, actually, we didn't even say congrats to the Golden State Warriors. Steph and them boys got four. I don't necessarily know how I feel about it, but congrats Why? to them. Because I don't give a fuck about anybody else, okay? I am a Laker fan, okay? The season's over. I can root for you to the end of the game, then after that, nigga, we back in it. Nigga, off season, baby. I'm hoping LeBron is in the gym right now. You know he is. But exactly. at the same time, I'm a Heat fan. Well, I could be happy for them boys. No, nah, it was all right. It's all right. They too close. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Nigga, they are a long way from 17. Nah, that's not, I'm not talking about that. My favorite player has five. They too close. Oh, okay. I get you. <laughs> okay. They're I see. Close. I don't appreciate it. They got four rings in eight years, which is amazing, by the way. It is. Even if Steph gets his fifth, Kobe is so much more than those five championships. Agreed. Doesn't matter if he gets five or six. I know. But, but what would annoy you <laughs> is if you're watching ESPN and all they talk in his rings, I could see how that would bother you because that would annoy me. Because one thing about having my, having my guy be one of my favorite players, being my favorite player, Kobe, is that whenever the ring conversation came up, I would always be like, 
I'm straight. <laughs> like in this conversation, he don't got six, but he got five. And I can deal with five. Like five is right there. And he got more than the rest of the people they trying to compare. So yeah, in the ring conversation, I was always like, it's not necessarily my thing, but I'm not going to argue with it. Yeah, if it was your thing, you would have a solid argument. Yeah. Right. I get it. But let's 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 turn back switch gears. Drake dropped the album Midnight after right. the game. A lot of people stayed up to listen to it. In my group chat, in my group chat, niggas was already like, I don't like the first song. I don't like the second. I'm like, nigga, the album ain't been out eight minutes. How you on song three? How the fuck? Like, bro, what are you doing? You breezing through this shit, right? <laughs> so I purposely, I purposely go ahead, go ahead. had to be like, hey, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Go ahead and mute y'all boys. <laughs> like, because I wanna, I like, you know me. You know how I, like I don't like when people go to a movie and they want to tell me about it, whether it was good or bad. I don't want you to taint my experience. Let me, let me, let me manage my own expectations. That's part of me managing my own expectations. And I can go in and I can like it for how I like it, if or I can hate it for how I hate it. So did you take time to listen to it? All of it? I listened to it. I listened to it all the way. The the whole album? Yeah, I listened to the whole album all the way. Okay. So. Um, I so you know the internet. You know y'all y'all was pissed, angry. Y'all like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I heard I seen one girl write um this type of music you hear in the dressing room, at like Feb twenty one or H and M, like this ain't <laughs> this ain't what she was expecting coming into the. I'm day. not gonna lie, I heard a couple of good jokes too. <laughs> <laughs> one person wrote, Drake said he dedicated this album to Virgil. He must have hated that nigga. <laughs> Y'all niggas. <laughs> the fuck, man? Y'all gotta cool out, man. <laughs> you know what? You know what it is? I, I think it's the... It's the expectation. That's all it expectations, is. Expectations, honestly. You know, coming off, of, coming off of Kendrick's album and how everybody felt I mean, about that. Especially dropping... Uh... His last album, uh, Certified Lover Boy, heavy hip hop rap, had hella features. Yet somehow, this still was many... completely different than that. Oh, it was completely different. Yeah, so it's the expectation. That's all it was. I I think after CLB, and you know, I I spoke about how I felt about CLB. CLB was it was decent, but most of that album was leaked long before. I feel like Drake had already had that kind of curated to be an album, so he just finished up a few more tracks because of the beef with um, Ye and put it out. You know what I'm saying? I feel right. like that's what happened with that one. Because you notice, Drake really didn't do much promo to that. Not much interviews. Not much, but when he did start his promo run, it was interesting. Do you what remember the his promo, promo run? run for that? Oh, I, I'm he not talking about billboards. billboards. Outside of the billboards, right? Drake usually come with an interview for the for the, for the new album. There'd be videos. There'd be some sort of like there was no really big no right. Promo he didn't tour. do none of that. Yeah, yeah he this didn't was do like none of that. let's get it out. So when this right. came out, this announcement, I'm like, oh, so this is what this is what you really was working on. You've been sitting in the house. You know what I'm saying? There was a time when there was a time during the pandemic where Drake couldn't leave Toronto. He had to stay there. He couldn't come to the U.S. because you know COVID. Oh right, 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 right. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, he's up there making music. The little depressed kid from from Toronto, they 
depressed kids from Toronto usually make really good music. That's just always been my opinion. Look at the weekend, first album. Must stay there. First album, only the first album. <laughs> the weekend, Drake. Because <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the weekend, but both of them have a very, very similar. Like the weekend's last album, I would say is almost comparable to this new album by Drake, where okay. they both went for different sounds than they would normally go for. And I don't know. Let me get your take on it. You I listened to the whole album, right? I did. Okay. Um, I wasn't too surprised by the sound. I think Drake does experience uh, experiment with different sounds. Um, he's done it with Afro beats. If I could be honest, I think it's a good album. Now, is the album for me? Will I play these songs every day? No. There was actually two songs that I liked. But outside of my personal taste, Honest thought it was good. I think he's... We're going to hear this album a lot, especially depending on what scenes you frequent. I could easily hear this song being played at a multitude of venues at Wynwood on Miami Beach. I could easily hear this his songs on the scores of different shows or movies. I don't think this was a bad look for him at all. I think he did well on this album. Now, is it for me personally? No, it's not for me. Is it a bad album? No, I think he's gonna make a lot of money off of it. Um, okay. I didn't expect that take. Really? Yeah, I could tell I could tell you didn't hate the album when I said, Hey, did you listen to it? And you're like, Yeah, yeah, I'm listening to it now. Just by your reaction to it, I was like, Okay, I can tell he doesn't hate this album. Like he don't think it's trash or nothing like that. But I also wasn't getting I also wasn't getting like an excitement about the album, which is okay. Cause that was I was just trying to gauge you. Right. And yeah, I know you're like, what? All of that off of like a six word text message? Yeah, yeah. But again, I know what you look so like much, when you're hyped about something. We know our text patterns, right? Right. So I listened to it when I got into the office. I was, I really just needed to work on a couple things. So I got into the office. I was listening to it, and I was like, the sound it isn't, it isn't a foreign sound. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, no, it's, it's a very like still EDM, Drake. It, like a 60, 60 beat per minute song. It's just a high tempo. It's a very, well, 60 beat per minute is slow, actually. Um, My bad. 80 and above would probably be a little bit more of what you're looking for. So what, with 120, it was just, just it, very it was, fast paced. You could hear that. the, you could hear that it was a little bit more up tempo. It gave me very house music. House, um, there we go. Because Cedar so, shit being played at Ultra. Maybe, maybe, maybe on a pillar to it, probably be a vibe, vibe. Um, <laughs> Frank's face is hilarious I mean. just now. It's <laughs> like, whoa, a pill. Um, but if you think back to some of Drake's, or some of his sounds that he's curated, a lot of the sounds are really pulled right off of So Far Gone. I don't know if you heard that song, if you remember the song A Little Bit with Likey Lee. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That was a good song. A vibe, right? I'm not going to sing it, but I was about to, but I'm like, I'm not going to embarrass myself. Like <laughs> <laughs> what? Because you was a little bit in love, you know, you know. That, now, see, that song takes me back to what? You. I want to say first year of college. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. 2009. 2009. 2009. We, we weren't. Oh, uh, okay. Because Drake, no. that was still breaking around like 2008 early. But anyway. Okay. But we were deep in college. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was, right. That was when you moved to FIU. Right, right, so right. So your okay. first real, real, your first real year of college. 
Um, See, I saw that one coming. I saw that one coming. I I lined it up. <laughs> so it's it's a lot of that like like likey lee like music mixed with a lot of what we got in more life. You remember Passion Fruit? Passion fruit from miles away. Passion yes. with the things you say. That, right, right, right. It's passionate from miles away, not passion fruit. But its song is called Passion Fruit. So it's a lot like if you listen to those to those two songs. This is just Passion Fruit, the album. Like, all he did was take that vibe that he had in there and expand it into this album. I personally didn't hate this album. It's kind of a vibe. It's kind of a vibe. Now, am I going to be taking a bunch of people? I actually think it's probably better to listen to and hold than it would be for me to be like, let me put one or two of these off and put them on the playlist. I think this is a great party music album. What party are you going to? I would never, honestly, I would never want to go to a party playing this music. I'm not gonna lie to you. Unless it was like a lounge vibey vibe. But even then, I kind of like, nah. it's too, it's too, it's not enough. The beats in the I background get. are up tempo, but the song is, the songs are very Our personality slow. wouldn't put us in a party that would play this music. Okay. Okay. You saw the video um, for things called Feel Good, something like that? The, from the album. Falling Back. Falling Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you... The video is long. It's like nine minutes. Did you watch the whole video? I, I did. I saw somebody say, Drake is living out Tristan Thompson's dream in the music video. <laughs> 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 and that nigga... Let's give Drake his prop. That nigga Drake, he got the right nigga to play his best man in that type of music. In that type of, of music video. Video, yeah. So the reception scene, you saw you saw how that how that scene looked, that party scene with the lights and the that he make this album is perfect music for that environment. Okay. It's a lot of that environment in Miami. We don't go to those scenes, but we know they're here. So why are you trying to say Drake not black? No, no, no. I was just saying that because he light skin. <laughs> you gotta get over the light skin thing, bro. The colorism gotta go. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you. I ain't gonna, keep, I ain't gonna stay on. <laughs> Frank, Frank Loki got another joke, but he was like, I don't know, because I feel like Marvel could go either way on this. <laughs> I, can make, I can either really make him look bad, or I can laugh with him, and he don't know which way to go. So he don't want to say shit, and it's all right. It's all right. That's my fault. It's my fault. I can't let that you don't feel comfortable to be yourself. I apologize. No, well, I don't want to give you too much stuff to edit. <laughs> No, nah, but like club space, it's live all day. I, I can, I can see, I see what you said. Is club space still killing it though? Uh, you asking the wrong person. When the last time yeah, either one of us been to the club? I prefer. I never been to the club, but I used to work across the street from it on a construction job. Mm. Bruh, at ten a.m., motherfuckers used to leave that shit. That's how club. Um, is it eleven? Yeah. That, that, uh, that's, that's a twenty-four hour. It's a twenty-four hour club. That's how that that shit is. Can you imagine that partying somewhere till like ten in the morning? I couldn't do that shit. It ain't for me. But but I will say I didn't hate this album. It actually is kind of a vibe. But it's just a vibe. Like I think the whole thing as a whole is a vibe. It now is. mind you, it's a departure from from what you expected the album to be. You ever? But I didn't go in with any ex- expectations though. That's you. A majority of the internet did though. Okay. You know, that's you and me. But a majority of people I'm went about in. to ask, did you have any expectations? No, not really. You I actually, know what? I actually made a expectations joke. Expectations like <clears throat> were really, I'm not going to say, but threw me off, but were really kind of 
made me curious to the sound of the album. Because when they announced his album, they showed the artwork for it. And looking at the artwork, it didn't lead me anywhere. I was like, okay, this... It kind of reminded me of like a maybe like a rock and roll album cover or something. It gave me that mixed with a little bit of like cash money taking over for the 99 and the 2000. I kept, get, I kept feeling like 400 degrees. I kept feeling... I don't know. I, fe- I felt a lot of Louisiana in it for some reason. Has Drake rapped on any many fresh beats? I'm sure he's he had has. to, right? I'm sure he has. Huh. He should have made. Remember, he came along post Manny Fresh really being heavily associated with Cash Money. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, has he ever had a chance to spit on a Manny Fresh beat? I don't know. I want to go back and really listen to this album because I feel like. I feel like Drake's still getting his shit off in this album, though. Like, if you listen to some of the lyrics, I feel like he aiming to be kind of a bit... I feel like he aiming to be a little bit more toxic on this album. If you listen to it, it's just... It's set of a really nice oh, beat. Oh, absolutely. Because there were certain times I was like, hey, Drake's saying some shit, man. He he had this one... This one uh, this one bar, he was like, you found replacements for me, but you know it's hard to compete. Calling me daddy, I taught you things that a father can't teach. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I said, if you go back and he's singing that. Now, mind you, Drake only rapped probably like three verses on this whole song, on this whole album, by the way. Yeah, he he <laughs> rapped on Sticky and he rapped on the Sticky last was track. A, Sticky's 20. a vibe, though. I fucked no, with Sticky. As soon Sticky as I heard it, I was like, okay, this track, is one. The two, rap, the, two rap, the, two rap tra- the two rap tracks are your favorites. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie, though. The video for Fall Back made me appreciate the song more. When I first 100%. heard the song, when I first heard the song, I was like, okay, cool. When I saw the video, I was like, oh, this song um... is... It's a... Honestly, I love the video. The whole him getting married was cool. I love that he had the Dan Band in his video. Now, for those who don't know the Dan Band, they're the wedding singers in the video. You might have also heard them on the sh- on the movie. Um, what it is? Wedding Crash. It was. There was on a Will Ferrell movie. Is it Wedding Crashes? And they were singing was... Eclipse of the Heart. It's, I fucking I... need you tonight. But that that's Wedding Crashes isn't a Will Ferrell movie. But it's of that. Wedding, it's no, a, it... Will Ferrell is in Wedding Crashes though, but it's not his movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hilarious. Um, and then I also like how he gave all the girls credits at the end. Yeah, put, put everybody on, put everybody on at the end. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. But no, overall, um, I thought I thought the video was dope. It made me appreciate the song more. With that being said, I think he should probably put out a video for every song then, because when I first heard it in the car, it was like that's not quite my vibe. But hearing the song with visuals that help bring the song alive is like, ah, okay. Because my favorite part of the video is the reception. The reception is probably my favorite part of the video. Um, somebody pointed out that it was like, it's amazing that this video came, this album came out nine months after the last one. And the last one, everybody, all the ladies were pregnant on it. Somebody pointed that out. I was like, okay, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I didn't know if that was intentional or not, but that was an interesting detail I saw. I heard, I seen yeah. that too. I don't know if there is, because he had way more, because I think there's 16 women on the album cover for, for CLB. But right. I, there was at least 20 women that he married on, I was this, about to say, yeah. <laughs> on this shit. Um but I'm not gonna lie to you. The first, the first song, the falling back. When I first heard it, I was like, meh, meh. It didn't do nothing for it. Like overall, this isn't 
This isn't some classic album. We may look back at this album and be like, man, this changed the sound of music. You know, I'm not comparing it to, I'm not comparing it to the, what's the last album I feel like really changed the sound of music? <clears throat> Ooh, that'll be a good one. Kanye. It's an album I don't necessarily... 808s and Heartbreaks. Really changed the sound of music. I think it's probably... What we're still hearing now is derivative of 808s and Heartbreaks. Right. I'll give Kanye his flowers when it, when when his flowers are due. Like, I, I'll still give him that. 808s and Heartbreaks isn't even really one of my favorite albums. I don't even think I've gone back From, to listen to it in over five years. I have a couple of songs. No, I'm not. That, that's no judgment. I'm just. Oh no, 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 saying. no! I don't know, man. For all in all, I didn't. I didn't hate the album. I actually liked it. I probably have to. It's one of those, you know, like when you're not sure, you got to hit it with the. I'm. A, I got to live with it a little more. You know. <laughs> I know. I'd appreciate the album more if he put visuals to everything. Because the way my perception of the song changed from when I heard it in the car to versus seeing people like come alive to it. It, it was like, yo, this is, it's not, again, it went from, man, this ain't for me. I can't really fuck with this. To, you know what? If I was at that wedding reception, I would be vibing my ass off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, maybe this song isn't for me to listen to while I'm driving. Maybe this song is, certain settings really help music. Like, if you're, I think going back to what we was talking about before, if you're not in the right mindset for something, you're not going to receive it well. Like 100%. Like, it's like one of those you where... You can't play Kid Cudi at the wedding reception? 100%. Please, don't. Don't. don't Unless you play in Pursuit of Happiness for some reason. You playing uh, Day and Night at a wedding reception. Oh, that'd have killed a movie. <laughs> I know I want to hear that shit. But you know, and I understand why, I understand why a lot of the internet feels that way. Because you ever... You ever get a sour candy? Like you ever like yeah. put a sour candy in your mouth but you weren't expecting it to be sour? Now oh, yeah, any yeah, other yeah. day you'll fuck up some sour candy. Like you'll fuck up a a a, a warhead or some a shit. A warhead or some shit. Like you 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 cuz you went in expecting it to be that. But when you're not expecting it, your knee jerk reaction it is throws oh, what you the off. Fuck? Yeah. Right. So I think that's a, kind of the reaction that the internet the is giving about this album. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, I think the reaction is intentional. Like, I think they're getting... That's what he wanted? I think he's getting exactly what he wanted. Okay. Because to, 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 to turn so different from his normal album... Because most albums would kind of be different, right? It would be kind of configured the other way around. He'd have a couple singing songs, but it'd be mostly rap. This is the exact opposite of that. And for you to go to the exact opposite of what you normally do, and not give anybody a heads up, some promo about it or whatever. You're expecting the bounce back, the reaction. Let me ask you this. You probably know this better than I do. So when Drake came out with his songs that had heavy Afrobeat influence, Afrobeats wasn't what it was today in he, America, right? Was Afrobeats he was, one of the people that helped bring that sound in? He did help popularize it. Some people may say he... uh. What's I'm not word? saying he created it. 
No, I'm no, saying no, no, that no. the What's sound the wasn't popular here. And after we heard it from him, we became more familiar with it. And I mean, we as Americans. He made people. it more palatable for us to be listening to the Burner Boys, to be listening to okay. um, WizKid. Because WizKid is on one of those albums. Uh, more Life right. is usually probably the one where he pushed it the most. That's when he was still so, reaching back to some of the UK rappers at the time, too. So, like, he was bringing a different sound. Drake goes for a different sound every album. And that's what I thought. So with this album, what I'm thinking is, is the sound of music going to pivot? Like, are we going to hear more rappers on this? Because Drake is not the first rapper I heard on this sound. The first rapper I heard on this sound was actually uh, OT Genesis. He has a song called Where You From. It's not It's not on iTunes. It's on, like, you can look it up on YouTube. OT Genesis, Where You From. And he's rapping on a similar beat. And I'm not going to lie. That's one, I, I fucking love that song. Um, but I'm curious to know if rappers, especially, I mean, whatever Drake touches, it turns to gold. So I'm curious to see if rappers see the success from this album and say, you know what, let me play around with that sound. The same way they people wanted to play around with the sound of T-Pain and his auto-tune. I'm curious to know if people are going to play with this sound. And Matter of fact, like, uh, even with Drill Rap, after Chief Keef came and did his thing, a lot more people experience, uh, experiment with drill rap beats. The drill so, rap that we're listening to now um, is all derived from, from Chief Keef. Like, I think, and I think Rory and Maul said it on their part. They're like, Chief Keef is one of the most influential rappers of our time. Of all time. Because, dude, I, every region in the world that has rap has drill rap. Like, I just recently heard Indian drill rap. Mm. That was hilarious. Not, not that was interesting. That was hilarious. I saw you sent that to he, me, and I was like, "Man, let that man he live." He kept calling himself a black nigga on the song. I thought that was funny. You know, I never, I, I just watched it. I couldn't hear it because I was at work. I didn't know he did that. <laughs> <laughs> I had Music no idea he did that. Man. Wow. Okay. So I'm thinking. I, okay, I'm not saying I'm thinking. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the next wave where rappers are getting into these EDM beats and putting songs to it. And if that is the next wave, honestly, I'm not mad at it. I like when people experiment with music. I like when people combine sounds and make something original. Because the song, Where You From, it's OT Genesis putting his gangster content, his crip content on an EDM. I know, I know. I heard it. I heard it. I know exactly what you're talking about. People laugh at it. I fuck with that song heavy. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do. On that note, man, uh, give me a give me an old school vibe of the week, man. Old school vibe comes from Phil Mob. Um, I think the name of the album was From the Rooter to the Tudor. Hey, I, I first Phil Mob. Remember earlier in this episode, you was you said something along the lines of wondering who's going to be the next one to make it big. I thought they were going to be like the next duo, like Outkast, outcast. to be that big. You know, not to say that we're going to be outcast, but to the next big. They were just tandem. as creative. They were dynamic. My shout yeah. out cut me loose. She fucking other niggas that she fucking me yeah. too. Yeah, man, they were so good. But for whatever reason, I believe legal reasons, like one of them was always in jail or whatever. They couldn't quite make things work. But um, the other day I came across the song "All I Know" featuring uh, CeeLo. He's on the hook. Man, that song brought back so many memories from high school and shit. That song was dope. Um, 
If you ever get a chance to listen to it, film uh, All I Know on their album from the Rooter to the Toot. I believe it came out in like 2002. Mm. What was it about? Struggling. I think the cook goes. All I, know. <laughs> <laughs> all I know that I'd have been down this road before. It ain't the first time, won't be the last. I gotta slow down because I'm living too fast. It's time to admit I need some help. Still living with my mama, can't feed myself. I ain't thinking about who real, who fake. I forgot the rest of the lyrics, but it's a it's a dope song. Okay. No. I I, I, I fuck with Phil Mob, so I I'll reach out, I'll I'll listen to it. Um, my old school vibe of the week is so recently there's this um because it's Black Music Month this this month. I saw that your stories are dope. It's putting me on to a lot of music. So that's what I've been doing, right? And I and it came across um sexy music and stuff like they kept giving they give you different categories and they want you to like you know put that out there so there's this one song that i had never heard before um back in back when i when we were kids like i remember i had never heard this song on a radio anywhere i never had it on a cd but i used to listen to the underground station i used to have like the little r&b mix you know people would call it that you know dedicated to your girl and whatnot you know what I'm saying? I want to dedicate it to Jerry from Homeroom and da 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 That shit that girls used to do. Um, <laughs> and I remember this song that I forget who it was. It's somebody I knew who called in and dedic- some girl dedicated this to a dude I knew. I swear I cannot remember. This happened like our ninth grade year at Jackson. I was listening to 92.7 Underground Station. Like they, That's when they... who dedicated it to each other, they both went to Jackson? No, they went to the West. That's all I remember. I can't even tell you who it was. We went to school with them in Alapata. I I really can't. But I remember it made me pay attention because like, oh, I know them. But the song is called Sweet Love by 112. Okay. Oh, I think you you played you on your black music uh, post. Yeah, I put it out there. Sexiest song Mm -hmm. that you know is some shit. You put Janet Jackson, Would You Mind, which was your old school jam last week and it was this one 12 song that you mentioned okay man one of the it's a it's a sexy song if y'all don't follow marvin on social media y'all need to do that man he'll put you up on a lot of music real shit i, I try i appreciate 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 the sale so new vibe it doesn't come from the drake album um it's actually coming from chance the rapper which is one of those backpack rappers we talked about earlier in the show he dropped the track today it's a single with another backpack rapper Joey Badass, who was supposed to drop an album today, but decided not to. Now, he said he didn't drop it because of clearance reasons and shit like that, but I mean, let's be honest. We know. Yeah, we know. (laughs) So he has a song with Chance the Rapper called The Highs and the Lows. Um, Dope song. Saw it today. Heard it today. They dropped the video for it today. They shot the video like in um, Italy or some shit. It's a nice little vibe. It's a... it's a nice backpack rapper vibe, if anything. It's nice chill beat, and they just spitting lyrics on it. It ain't really about nothing in particular. It's just them flowing. So I say give it a shot. Fuck with it. Okay. I will. Um, You think it's a Drake song, don't you? No. I know it's not a Drake song. Okay. Uh, no, nah, it's not a Drake song. You're right. Um, My song is Wheels Fall Off by Chris Brown. Is that why we got into this argument about Chris Brown and Michael Jackson? Mm, well, I saw the tweet, 
and I wanted to, we had to talk about it. We had to. Because I knew I, was going, I wasn't going to be on the same side as you. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that we weren't going to agree. We still walked out of that conversation. You, you snuck your way out of that conversation, but I'm still right. Um, uh-uh. I proved my point. When I brought in Beyonce, you said that was the big joker. No, no. I said that was a big joker. But just because you got the big joker don't mean you win the game. You play space. <laughs> now, mind you, you hit me. You hit me where it hurt. But pause. But he's I mean he's selling a you pivot the argument and you brought up his talent in other fields such as him being a painter the, 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 so. the line said most ta- who was more talented so are we talking about more talented just like you know like period oh shit are we talking about just more talented period or more talented music I think he's more talented I don't know if Michael I Jackson think, knows how to paint or not I think he's more yeah I don't know I, I think he's more talented musically vocally I think he's a better I think he's a better singer than Michael Jackson was can we say that yes we can we have plenty anyway not gonna, we're not we're not gonna go back to argument I'm right you're wrong or you're wrong I'm right you can choose one Michael Jackson has way more iconic songs than Chris. He came out during a time where, like, his song was the only song that was going to play on the radio. He has more timeless songs. Chris, came out ha- time Chris has time. Chris has timeless songs. Let's not do that. Yes, he does. Let's not do that. Yes, Chris has timeless songs. I just feel Michael... Michael Jackson's... His audience spans a much broader spectrum than Chris's. He was that around has to count for something for forty plus years, on top. You can't James argue that. Brown has James Brown music has been around forever, and just because his music has been around forever doesn't mean he wasn't everybody likes it. Consistent for forty years. I'm not going to take away from what Michael Jackson did. I told you, Michael Jackson is still the top artist when we're he's the measuring even, stick. Even music. Even music being as global as it is now, as like right now, music is a melting pot. Like you can't hear an artist and know exactly where they're from because everybody takes the sound that they like. So if you have a good sound, your sound is going to be adopted everywhere, meaning everybody could hear your shit everywhere. Chris Brown, even with music being as worldwide as it is, he still doesn't have the influence that Michael has. I'm glad you said that. Even with music being as worldwide as it is, there's still way more options in this era than there ever was in Michael Jackson's era. When you say options, what do you mean? When an album came out, nigga, that album was the album that came out for months. Oh, he had no competition <laughs> to compete Like, that was the album. Like, Michael Jackson, that's why people used to, going to the record store was like an event because that shit didn't happen every fucking week like it happens for us. Or right. used to happen for us when we used to go to FYE or whatever it. the fuck. Now we can just stream it, and now we have more access to any music we want at all times. It's a lot harder to be at that level. So yeah, music is global. Here's here's an example. Bad Bunny is one of the biggest artists in the world. Absolutely. Most of us don't fuck with him. <laughs> like, you don't fuck with him. No, no, no. In America, you're gonna have those who fuck. He sells out. I'm not. This is not what I'm saying. I'm say, How about I don't you? Know let if me you want to go this argue with Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny is huge, bro. Oh, Bad Bunny's a fucking like he's a fucking megastar. I'm not taking away from that. 
But when the last time you really went out there way to listen to a Bad Bunny song? Want me to screenshot my Bad Bunny songs on my phone right now? You have a Bad Bunny playlist? Not a playlist, but I have songs from Bad Bunny that I listen to weekly. It's, Is he the only up. one on the song? Yeah. He has no... It's not th- him feature. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I like him, though. He makes upbeat music. Okay. Anywho, not going to argue with you on that. <laughs> it's cool. Um, but my song is uh, Will's Fall Off, Chris Brown. Um, Chris Brown has a... His album is coming out next week, actually, on the 24th, okay. June 24th. Um, Let's see how well it compares to Thriller. Well, he got 30 fucking songs on it. Something's got to land. <laughs> <laughs> hey, something got to land, my nigga. <laughs> Hey. He said something's got to land. <laughs> something got to land. Hey, one thing about Michael. Michael put out like what? Thriller's like what? How many tracks is Thriller? Eight, Shit. nine, 13? About it's 13, not a lot. I think. It's not a lot. But he was his batting average on that album is fucking phenomenal. Impeccable. I'm not yeah. arguing. Bro, Off the Wall is, 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 is slept on too. And it's, it's phenomenal. Right. Chris Brown going to get at least four, four singles out of this. Hey, look. With 30 songs? Four? Damn you, lowballing Chris. Let, I mean, no, I'm talking singles. I said singles. Chris I didn't Michael. say classics. I said singles. No, I know what you said. Out of this 30 it, something songs, I'm going to have a fire ass album once I consolidate. He's going it. to have more than four, is what I'm saying. Out of okay. 30? Again, our argument is not taking anything from Chris. He's still the man. He's going to have, he's going to get, out of 30 songs? I could easily see 10 being pushed to the front that we're going to hear. We're not going to hear them all at once. Every song is going to have their wave, but we're going to hear at least 10 songs for the people who didn't buy his album. Frank, name an album where 10 songs were singles. It doesn't happen, bro. 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. They weren't singles, though. You they listen, played them like singles. You listened to them, but they weren't singles on the radio. He didn't have ten Most songs on the radio. Most people who don't rap could t- could name ten songs I'm off not, that see album. You're, see, you're, you're changing you're changing the point. I'm not saying I'm talking singles. Singles are songs that they promote, create a video for. They they go oh, out on the in thing. a traditional sense. I'm talking about songs that blows up. Is what I mean. They might have. They might bubble. Like, dude, let me tell you who's on this album. This nigga has Lil Wayne. Anderson Park, Blast, LMA, Jack Harlow, Fabio oh, Foreman, Young Blue, ESTG, Bruno Mars, WizKid. Mm. WizKid, Bruno Mars, Wayne, and uh, Anderson Pack. Those are your singles right there. He got Bruno Mars and Anderson Park on the same song. It's called Pitch Black. That's going to be my vibe of the week whenever it drops. You don't even know. <laughs> I don't gotta know. I feel it. I'm glad Blast made this album because I fucks with Blast. All right, man. Anything else you want to bring to the table, man? No, we good, fam. All right, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we just chopped it up. I'm your co-host, Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, that man beyond, and the man to the right of me can only be.
The villain, the same dude from the last from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F and D. So talk nice when you see me. Y'all know the rest already, so I'm not gonna say it. Y'all can. F- this has been another episode of the Samurai's. No, where, what the fuck? I'm going with this shit. Where can you I can email us at? Yes, there we yes. go. <laughs> I got a brain fart. <laughs> you can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com. Email us with any questions comments or even topic suggestions please like rate and comment on the platform please, of your choosing please no that really does help us out a lot no it does um <laughs> you can find us on social media at the samurai pros that's twitter and instagram please reach out to us there we we're active we'll get back at you if you say sure something will. to us you can find marvin on his social media platforms at Marvin X Adams. He's pretty consistent with all of that. And you can find me at I Can Only Be Frank on my social media platforms. I'm pretty consistent with that too. Even this though we learned another... that the nigga can be more than just Frank last episode. Leonard, you you I let you rock the whole episode, but <laughs> bruh, I might not call you Frank anymore, to be honest. I, I'd be okay with that. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Aww. This has been another episode of the Samurai. We'll say what now? I'm gonna call you Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> Lenny ain't bad. <laughs> I'll take Lenny. I'll take Leo. Leo's uh, too cool. Let's go with Lenny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> why you why you called on the Lord like that? You said it's too damn. I'm not cool. Leo, because when I think Leo, I'm thinking of like Leonardo, you know, the blue ninja turtle. Like, I mean, that's too cool. You're not for you. thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio? Even after that, that's still too cool for you. Like, Jesus nah. Christ. Go so that's what I got to compete against a, a, the Blue Ninja Turtle and the guy from The Departed? Yeah, well, no, you don't have to. Your Their parents were like, he can't live up to that shit. And they made you Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't a lot of Franks. Who, who you got for Frank? Uncle Frank from. Uh, that was Moesha's dad. Um, you got Frank Castle, the Punisher. Mm, that's a good Frank. But he was a fucked up father, too. Oh, shit. This nigga said two? No, that wasn't two referring to you. I was talking about the first Frank we talked about, <laughs> not you specifically. I didn't call oh, you a okay, fucked up father. I was about to say, God damn. But if you want to be a fucked up father, you can. No, <laughs> that's I'm your not a fucked right. up father. No. That's one thing I can't take on. I refuse. Okay. They gotta be a good Frank out there. Uh y'all, 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 y'all send us good Franks out there in the world. I don't think there's many. They gotta be a good Frank. It's okay. That's Frank Wycheck. Play football. <laughs> Ain't did nothing for me. Man, I couldn't even point that nigga out in the lineup. I don't know what the fuck he nigga, like. I, you said his last name, and I was like, I assume he's white. That's all I had for. <laughs> I couldn't That's even it. tell you what team he played for. Maybe play for the Cowboys or some shit. I don't know. Ryan, help me out. That's all I got for you. Oh, Tito's a, a, a Cowboys fan, too. He might know who Frank Wycheck is. Oh, no. I think Frank Wycheck played for the Titans way back in the day. He was a I football player? Wrong. He was, of course, he was a shitty dad. See, you're not helping yourself. <laughs> Let me stop that. I know a football player who's actually a good dad. So How Frank Castle's a shitty dad? Frank Castle killed people. His, he got his whole family his killed. Family. He got his whole family killed. 
Off of his sins. He got them killed. If he wasn't involved in the bullshit, his family would still be alive today. I guess. Have you got a chance to watch Miss Marvel? I haven't, and I have no interest in it. I haven't yet. To be honest with you, the show, when I did find time for TV, the show I was watching was uh, Stranger Things. I stopped watching after the first season. Really? It's not really it my... Was, you know, I'm, I, I look like I'd be into the to the whole sci-fi. I like a lot of I sci-fi shit. you would have liked the show. I'm not a big fan of sci... Because it gives me E.T. vibes. And I'm not a big fan of the sci-fi E.T. era type. Of, it just doesn't do anything for me. I watched the first season. It wasn't bad. It just... It wasn't my shit. It wasn't... Just wasn't you. There was mixed reviews on this last season. I'm going to be honest with you. I loved it. I thought it was dope. I there think was it's, characters. it's only part one, though. There's still another part two of this season, if I remember Yeah, correctly. but it was like seven episodes in part one. So mm. it was enough to, to really pull you in. And then um, from where they left off, the next season, it got to hit the ground running. Like, judging from where it left off, it left off at a really good point. Like, oh, okay. Everything from this point on got to be with the shits. Mm. Um, but yeah. But no, I got to watch. There's a couple of shows I got to watch. But I've heard great things about Miss Marvel. Actually, a lot of people are speaking very, very highly of it. I feel like a lot of people are speaking highly of it, but not enough people are watching it. It's a lot of shit on TV now, bro. Yeah, but think, yeah, about, think, about, think sh- about when other things were on, though. They felt more must-watch. True. More must-see. But dude, Let me there's say a that. show on TV that people are saying are better than Game of Thrones right now. And a lot of people are talking about that shit. Which show? some show with Vikings or some shit. I like the show Vikings. There, that is a show called Vikings. It, it's, is it? Is that? I it? don't know if it's better than Game of Thrones, um, but there's a show Vikings. But that I believe that show that show has ended. Um, did you? Oh, before we get out of here, did you see the news about Kit Harrington? They're going to do a spinoff. I'm interested to see where that goes. Cause last time I checked, and he went back to the wall. He went. Remember, at the end, he left with the people at the north. Yeah, but I thought he was going back to the wall to work. Uh, no, the way the way I felt the ending when he went off with them, he was never coming back. Remember, they kept saying you belong in the true north. They kept telling him that over and over and over. Oh, because I thought okay, not he didn't go back to the north where Sansa is ruling. He no. went back to the, the wildlings on the other side of the wall. Yes, with the wildlings. Oh, he went back with the wildlings. I think he's oh. going to be the leader over there. Okay. I'm going to fuck with it because I fuck with the Game of Thrones. Hopefully they do yeah, right by the fans. It's such a... Like, I'm excited because I I, I liked the characters. Because I know that we'll see the others eventually. You know, every... We'll catch one or two. We'll see Sansa at some point. You know what I mean? Like, it'll, it'll still let that world live on. But... Mm. They dropped just, the ball so bad. Oh, man. I don't think the fans will ever forgive them for that shit. And I don't know if they're... I don't believe they're a part of this sequel, so... No, they won't the be creators. a part of it. Hell, they were supposed to be part of Star Wars, but they fucked up so bad that the people at Disney and Star Wars were like, nah, we ain't nah, fucking with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> y'all good. Go ahead. How you man, feel right. so bad at your last job, your new job, fire you before your date, before you start working? No. So they had already started developing the stuff over there. And Disney was like, 
we don't like what y'all doing. Like they didn't like the, what they were doing with Star Wars at that time. So uh, they were like, nah, y'all can go ahead and go. Oh, damn. Just fucking up everywhere. That's lying. But uh, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.